Hi, and welcome to Boom It's on the Blockchain. My name is uh, Alistair Caithness. We're on our 69th show. And today we're going to be speaking a little bit about green crypto consumers. And I'm joined today by uh, our cybersecurity experts, Daniel Addison and John. How are you guys? Great, great. Doing great. Doing well, Alistair. sir. Loving being here. Yes. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Let me bring up the... the there. So green crypto consumers. So let me bring in the first article that actually talks about this today. So I'll just bring So in. this is in Cointelegraph this week. Green consumers want supply chain transparency via the blockchain. So, you know, everyone's looking at this green environment going forward, you know, especially the woke community. You know, it's not only something for rich people to be able to do, you know, poor people can actually be green as well. So, but this is getting driven top down by governments, but really it's also getting driven bottom up as well by the consumers and what the consumers are actually interested in. So I'll just open the floor and uh, get your feedback on this then, guys. Uh, over to you, Daniel. Yeah, uh, consumer base, like you said, from bottom up approach in comparison to the top down approach. So if, you know, consumers now... Um, products that they purchase and buy, um, they, like you mentioned, they want to make sure that these products are not, uh, you know, tainted or for many measures. And blockchain provides transparency, right? Blockchain ensures that whatever, you know, through this supply chain, whatever I'm purchasing, you know, um, relating to products like food, uh, clothing, um, hair care products, and etc. Um, you know, I want to make sure that uh, as it relates to the the emissions, right, CO two and things as production, I want to make sure that it's not, so to speak, tainted, right. And so that's the interest now. You see in this creative interest in blockchain because of its transparency. It's it's so on this ledger, I can know, you know, I can make a decision before I buy something to know that it's, you know, where it comes from right tracking it all the way to the actual farmer so to speak right agriculture and etc and so um yeah with this green that's the push right now um and so consumers you're, you're correct alistair it's not just the rich people but um you know your general consumer um from the stores on up and even you know in our homes and so they're looking at blockchain for this and and it's it's showing some promise right as it, as it relates because investors are getting into this now so yeah and from that than that then john um actually it's interesting this article came up we with my mm -hmm. five-year-old in her school they were talking about where products come from and how you can do this and it the teacher mm -hmm. brought up an article talked about kids did not know where carrots and farms were so with this initiative they can now the schools can teach and track all the way back to where this carrot grew. So people understand that live in the city that have never seen a farm, that there's land outside the city. So this whole concept is not just in agriculture. It's also in our, it's actually in our education now trying mm -hmm. to be able to blockchain everything to ensure it meets the consumers happy. Mm -hmm. It gives us a green leaf as they say to turn a new way to make sure the products we get are actually safe for the environment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah. th this creates the massive double-edged sword that's out there. Yeah. So, you know, my background's mm -hmm. in energy. You know, everyone here thinks they want to be green. But really, everything that we purchase from China is manufactured from coal. Mm -hmm. So coal production in the world has increased rapidly. You know, so mm -hmm. most people think, oh, we're going green, but it's not. Increase in coal production. There's been a huge amount of increase in coal production in India. So they opened 51 mega coal um, incinerator plants. At the same time, China opened about 180. The rest of the world closed down 179 coal power plants. And then you've got places like Germany in that opening coal power plants as well. So ultimately, you know, we're the consumer. We talk about the environment. But, you know, we do we really care? We don't. We just go down to Walmart. We want the cheapest product. If it says made in China, I guarantee that to everyone out there that is made from coal. If products are coming in from India right now, they are made from coal. Now, here's the, here's the double-edged sword. It's like, you know, their economies are growing faster and faster. You know, China's number number one economy in the world probably now, you know, US too. And essentially, you know, the, the Americans might not like it, but, you know, India is growing really fast. And then India is going to become, you know, by 2050, the number one economy in the world. So if these countries are going to become the number one economies in the world, why are we pushing this agenda of this green crypto blockchain transparency when we buy all our products from countries that are just increasing coal production to provide us product. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's the double-edged sword, I always think, there as well. And yeah. here's the thing. I don't think we should be telling China and India, you know, what they should be manufacturing our product with because, you know, we're, we're not holding them accountable anyway. We just want the cheaper product. We want to go into Amazon. We want to get this product right mm -hmm. now. You know, America's had their run of the country since post-Second World War. Britain was running the world since before that. You know, it's a transitional period of time, and I don't exactly. see China and India stopping. You know, so and why should they stop? They're going to run the world, people, yeah. and you've got to realize that. You know, so mm -hmm. so how does this all fit into that, guys? Yeah, that's that's interesting, Alistair. You mentioned the double-edged sword, right? Um, and the the change. You know, I, I just think it's going to take longer than what we think. You know, we're saying, hey, we're trying to what be this green, what is it by was it twenty fifty or, or, or yeah, a we're little not bit manufacturing before? any product, Daniel. It's like you can, it's just, <laughs> let's blame I, China. They manu they're the world's factory. That's they're exactly the world's factory. Let's not blame them. They're the world's factory. Yeah. We want the product. That's what really annoys me when you've got the green brigade. I live in California, there's woke green people everywhere. I'm green because I can spend a hundred grand on a Tesla. I'm mm -hmm. green because I can spend all this money in solar panels on my roof. Do you realize that that product was manufactured with coal? No. Exactly. So it's like, and I, we've got to stop this blaming China and India. They can do what they want. It's their economies. Unless mm -hmm. we turn around and tell them, by the way, we're not buying yeah. anything that's made from coal production, which we won't do. Then, you know, to me, it's like, what's going on with that? You know, I, I'm not happy about this, you know, narrative that we push here from the West when they're the world's factory, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It's the changing from we want it now and we want it as cheap as possible. But at the same time, we're saying also too, I wanted to, it to be green, right? I want it to be, we use in terms net zero or to reduce because we're seeing the climate changing 
you know, we use in the word, and that could be, that's this is another discussion, John and I, we were talking about this before, about the climate change. And it's just, I agree with you, Alistair, we're just, we're currently just going through a transition period as it relates to um, changing of the guard, so to speak, right? Um, and particularly who, who has the better structure to carry it to the next level when it comes to, you know, technologies like blockchain technology and and in and, and showing the proof of is it effective or is, is it is it not right? And so it, the bottom up approach um, we're seeing is desperately needed because we've been so long from a top down approach is is what I am seeing right. And, and so what we're moving to is, as we, we're seeing this, this bottom-up approach, and it's sort of, um, how do we balance this double-edged sword? It's in my mind, you know, how do we balance? And particularly um, having a, a say from, from both sides um, to come to some type of uh, conclusion as to how we move forward with, with net zero, right? Or green, you know, green, Green energy, or or is is the or green consumer? It comes down to manufacturing. Yeah, you know, yeah, like we want the product cheap. Mm -hmm. Coal's the cheapest source of manufacturing out there. It sure is. Yes, these are countries that are essentially developing nations. You know, for people to say that India and China are third world countries is absolutely ridiculous. They're first world countries. When it comes to blockchain, India is the number one blockchain country in the world. I don't care anyone else says they're developing stuff so much faster they are going all their students to it they've bought mm-hmm. into the technology more than any other developing nation in the world and india's yep. positioning itself to become the number one manufacturer in the world due to mm-hmm. population size they're starting to pick up all the big contracts you've got all the big companies now moving from china because the cost of labor is higher to india because it's easier for us to work with India because we don't have them, you know, A, the English is their first, well, not second language, but they're used to speaking it anyway. Yeah. So they have that. Yeah. And then essentially that's, you know, building up there. Somebody's dog again, John. I think so it's like, so, that, you know, to me, that's totally important. So people need to think mm-hmm. about that. It's just like, we've got these other nations now who manufacture all the products. So it's like Britain's the prime example. We manufacture nothing in the UK now, or next to nothing. You know, maybe mm-hmm. curls, yeah. stones, and whiskey. That's yeah. about it in Scotland. We're down mm-hmm. to very limited stuff. So our CO2 emissions are very, very small. But China and India's CO2 emissions are increasing faster and faster and faster, but they're the world's factory. So we can't just suddenly point fingers and say to them, oh, well, because if what happens if they turn around to us and say, oh, by the way, you're not going to get any product. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Walmart, there'd be nothing there. You go to Amazon, there'd be nothing there. It would be because mm-hmm. everything's manufactured there. So you can't do that. So we've got this green crypto, younger generation consumers coming up. And now they are interested in the planet and interested in what's happening and want to do their piece. They don't like, you know, the news stations don't like this narrative that I'm talking about just now because they don't feel it's relevant, you know because they don't want to hear, whatever the reason is, they don't want to just as push this agenda, because they also don't want to say that America used to be the number one manufacturer in the world, and it's just slipping further and further down, you know, the tone pole, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so where does it go from here? 
And it's like, mm -hmm. so we've got this sort of quandary going on whereby, yeah, we want cheaper product. We want instant delivery. We want stuff sent at home. We can get it manufactured in China. We can get it manufactured in India. The quality of product that comes out from India and China is super high now. You know, so 10 years ago, 20 years ago, used to talk about inferior quality. It's just like now they've got the best companies over there. They've opened the manufacturing there. Tesla manufactures product there. You know, uh, I was involved in the cable and wire industry before. Mm -hmm. You know, essentially India and China used to just do the low voltage cable. Now, sure India, did. you know, and that's a small house wiring, you know, sort of garbage stuff that anyone can manufacture. Now we're talking massive power cables. All the top manufacturing is coming from India. All the top manufacturing is coming from China. Product quality is increasing there. So we're happy to use the product because we know the quality is good. Yes. But again, it's like they've they've got the the coal plants. They're creating the product. Where does it where does it where does it go from here? Like there must be a solution out there to help people. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It, with these students, the consumers, um, you know, not students rather, but the consumers, the crypto. Because they're conscious, it's it's more like as you were saying, how to help them because they they need to get involved. Wait, what I think, right? Um, getting involved um, as it relates to um, being aware of you know these companies, how much coal are they using? Because coal is here to stay; it's not going anywhere. Just let's just just be real about it. Coal is here to stay. Um, it's 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 just not right so um how how do we put some controls around it is the question um at, when it comes to management and etc of the code to ensure that we are meeting these new uh, uh whatever agreements or standards that's being developed trying or moving toward this net zero because we, we know that coal is not going anywhere. It's it's here to stay. So what do we do? But blockchain, right, can can provide that, right? More so for tracking, tracing, controls around it and, and making sure that now we're, we're meeting these regulations and et cetera. And, and I think, like you said, China's, China, India, that is where I see that they're doing. They they have a great control of doing just that, right? This um, is coal production increase in China over the last, uh, but, essentially since 2010, and it increased but, again last year. Exactly. But they but what's interesting though about them, the you're controls four million tons of yes. production. So it's like essentially the coal production. To put it in perspective for people, the coal production in India creates more, not India and China, creates more CO2 emissions than yeah. every single airplane, every single car, every single truck, every single ship, every single vehicle in the world that creates CO2 emissions, the coal production and the coal emissions from China is greater than that, you know? And then obviously this is just the importance of this chart is it's actually just seeing that it started to go down a little bit, 2014, 15, 16, but now it's rapidly increasing again, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, it, so, and then, you know, really it's China and India going to do what we tell them anyway. No, <laughs> it's just like, mm -hmm. why would they, why, 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 why would you, why would you start to follow an agenda 
when your economy and your country is just increasing all the time. You know, people saw mm -hmm. those countries as having cheap labor force, uh, uneducated labor force. You know, we can get cheaper product. Now they're becoming highly educated. You know, they, they invest in education in both those countries in a greater way than do in America now. You know, so they've got a highly educated workforce coming in. Their workforce is getting paid more money and they're picking up all the major contracts. You know, and then you, you look at countries like all the Middle East. Before they would look to America and the UK for a lot of their service contracts, mm -hmm. they're happy to go work for like all the major servicing from engineering firms in India and China, picking up the big contracts. Same in Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's it's the same thing. People need to understand that other parts of the world, whereby 20 years ago, 30 years ago, they were looking at the UK, they're looking at the US, looking at Europe, as we need to find top quality engineering partners and production partners. Now they're happy to go to China and India all the time and not only have their expertise, not only provide cheap product, but also the expertise that's coming out of that country. Mm -hmm. So what's happening to America now as well? Well, we are all talking about this CO2 emissions. We've just shown you today that the CO2 emissions are increasing. So there's more problematic with these things. But people aren't aware of this, you know. And this is the reason I wanted to put, put a sort of doom and gloom or a realistic impression of what we're doing. Because what I want to talk about next is the new product that you've been working on, Daniel and uh, John, in terms of CO2 tracking and allowing the consumer to understand the CO2 emissions of their product, to understand the CO2 emissions of uh, oil wells, pump jacks, coal production, everything like this, you know, to let the viewers working, they've been working on this, Milo is what Mila uh, Arundati, mm -hmm. they've all been working on this product, everyone. And I think it's going to revolutionize access to information. So like, mm -hmm. let's just talk about it now. I know it's about a month away, Arundati says, for like full mm -hmm. demo for the public, but let's talk about what this product you're going to do. It's going to basically provide transparency to people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, great question, uh, Alistair. Yeah. So um, with that, right, you know, the CO2 emissions relating to which within it, carbon credits, offsets and et cetera, right, um, for this transparency, transparency, um, we have what is called, we call it Oracle Node, uh, particularly which does just that for validation, verification converting this flow of carbon credits, offsets, et cetera, and putting it, utilizing an, an API on the middleware to do the, across any type of energy ledger, when I say energy ledger system on the blockchain, and then because we're in cybersecurity, um, you can construct some type of hybrid, we call it a hybrid smart contract, utilizing this Oracle node which is basically just an API middleware, and you can do the tracking and tracing as it states here to allow, right? You can also carbon credits as NFTs. We, we, we talked about this before, converting them into NFTs, individuals can be able to see this transparency or, or have a positive impact um, as it relates to social issues or whatever re relating to, um, you know, tracking, you know, CO2 emissions, right? That's that's one case, and we this use case we're working on. Um, hope you know, hopefully at the end of the month, um, we'll be able to kind of demo that how this Oracle, our Oracle node, would be able to, um, 
how we verify, validate, right, of uh, and, and tracking as it relates to CO2, you know, carbon credits and offsets, right? Um, so, so for, the an example, yeah. yeah, as an example, to bring it down to a granular level, if mm -hmm. I was going to go and buy my Nikes in the, the Nike store here, mm -hmm. we could basically use this system to go, well, this Nikes were shipped across this uh, shipping industry. It went with this manufacturing. It was traced all the way back to blockchain. So every mm -hmm. part of the production process and distribution process can be tracked to a point whereby, I appreciate this isn't demo ready, but we're maybe talking in the next like year to 18 months, that a consumer can log in and track the CO2 emissions of his pair of Nikes using your system to a granular level. Mm -hmm. Is this possible going forward, Daniel? Yep, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And in addition to that, auditing, that's part of e-governance and auditing, right? Um, so, yeah, using that because we are a cybersecurity company. And this is where we specialize, you know, the terms. And so you're absolutely correct. Um, from beginning all the way to the end, um, and so that's that's a great that's a great analogy, Alistair. I don't know, John. You you wanted to interject or had something that's just. Or how, so, does it work? how does it work, John? Explain how the hashing on the blockchain yeah. will be able to do this for people to see. Yeah. So with the hashing on the blockchain, it's mm -hmm. it's a basic simple API call that we regulate and consume work with the end partners to water monitor their consumer output of their CO two status. And we're able to secure by writing that to a chain and then build that item off that chain all the way back to the things. And it, if it goes on the boat, it measures how much CO2 uh, comes out. We lock that into that particular shoe, how much and things going forward. And it's auditable. So that way, if somebody's questioning it or something like that, they can mm -hmm. pull it up and go exactly see where and when and how long it took. And each item would have its own thing. So if it gets if a pair of shoes, once it gets to the consumer, you know, we can tell mm -hmm. everything that's going through. Um, if it can even be, you know, not outside that, let's talk about documentation of this mm -hmm. and how it's going to be secured as each ledger will be marked. And what we're planning on doing with this ledgering is also not just taking it through the the chain itself but securing it by multiple forms of encryption to include maybe even pushing to the quantum realm to where we can use quantum encryption so that nobody can pull out or nobody can try to break that encryption and break that chain so we now securing it from the start to the end using you know the most advanced technology there is on these apis mm -hmm. yeah, yeah people to think about there just to interject guys is it's a bit like, you know, we're all getting a little, well, but exception of Daniel, we're all getting a little bit chubbier, a bit fatter nowadays, you know? So, <laughs> Amen to that. I wish I had Daniel's body. <laughs> yeah, so, so when we go to, when we go to yeah. the supermarket, you mm -hmm. know, and then you're thinking, right, I'm going to get a yogurt. So I'm mm -hmm. going to get the, the full fat mm -hmm. one that's really tasty, or I'm going to get mm -hmm. the sort of, you know, the diet one. But you've got a calorie count on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you look at your calories and just think, go, I've walked 10 miles a day. That's a thousand calories, you know, one McDonald's, that's two thousands. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> we don't advertise that. Right. Mm -hmm. But really, as consumers now, we now calorie count, you know, exactly. it's, it's yep. a way that yeah. going forward, guys, using this platform you're building that mm -hmm. the consumer will be able to do CO2 counts for their yes. product. 
Exactly. Yeah, baking it yes. to the thing. You know, they, this bottle may take six CO2 credits. And so mm -hmm. now, you know, what do you do offset? Do you ride your bike an extra three miles to offset the six things? It's just another way for us to understand how our products across the world are being affected to our environment or mm -hmm. to, you know, just everyday people's uses. And, and, and I think, and that starts to give the power to the, the crypto consumer, the green crypto consumer the, using the yes. blockchain is, because ultimately, if we start, you know, there'll be two levels of product. There'll be one, I want the cheapest product out there, so I don't mind the CO2 emissions on that certain product. You know, especially if you're looking to other countries where they don't have the luxury yeah. to, to to buy premium products because of the, yeah. you know their wages, etc. But you know, coming from the US, things like that, you can actually go in and just say, well, I can buy my my, my set of sort of coal Nikes for like twenty dollars, but if I want my renewable energy um, solar panel powered mm -hmm. Nikes, I'm prepared to pay fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Now, as consumers, we've always driven the market. You know, people don't realize the power the consumer has. So yes, if we suddenly start exactly. going, well, we want to get, and then Nike could put an extra little green badge in it. And then suddenly my kids, well, I want the green badge in my one. You have yeah. to mm -hmm. double the fee. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly, and the thing about, you know, I know India and China, they're always going to be mass consumers, but they're also, they don't really have, you know, I know China's got a lot of coal that they produce, but they don't really have much oil. So they import a lot of oil, import a lot of coal. It's the same as uh, India. They import a lot of coal, import a lot of oil to keep up with the manufacturing demand. But those will be the countries that if the consumers push them, then they'll end up switching more and more to renewable energy faster and faster because they'll already have the infrastructure in place. People just need to realize that any form of transition, A, it takes time. But if the economy is growing super fast, they, you know, they're, they're going to do that. But if the consumer starts saying, well, I want to get green Nikes and there's a plant in China saying, well, you know, we, look here, we can show it. Here's like we're right next to a solar farm. Here's the power from the solar farm. It's making the Nikes. I want the solar powered Nikes. So mm -hmm. ultimately, what your system's going to be able to do to allow people is to not only provide information from a high level. So some of the stuff I'm talking about today, which is on the on the internet, we can start tracking CO2 emissions by country, things like that. But bringing it to this granular level, whereby if I come in, you know eventually could you put in a barcode and it can just pop up your co2 emissions yes, can, it, exactly. can it be able to do that mm -hmm. yeah yeah you'll be able QR to do codes. that yep you'll be able to do a qr code yep exactly and, and and this is really in your there's a lot of government initiatives i know biden's talking about green energy coming in there everyone's switching to um you know electric vehicles things mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. But this is something he needs to invest in as well. And he needs to, this is the educational piece that I think that the blockchain, because people think, oh, what, the, what else does the blockchain do? It's just some crypto. But they don't realize this verification piece, what you guys are building right now, is absolutely right. massive mm -hmm. in so many ways. Because suddenly, if we verified everything had a net zero in terms of the production of it, then you're going to buy that product mm -hmm. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. They, they even doing electric aircraft taxis, right? Uh, uh, to be flying, you know, as you know, taxi services, and 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 so they're getting into that now, right? Um, so think about the data collection and et cetera for that, for transparency, tracking and tracing, putting that on our 
right? Middleware API network to monitor, right? Data security monitoring, um, to, to monitor this flight from start to finish from its source, right? From, from ground and flight and then back, right? So they're, they're getting blockchain is, 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 is transformative, right? So it has, you know, you know, we, we, like you mentioned by the administration with EV vehicles, you know, the develop, development of charging stations, right? Across the nation, they want to have what? 600,000 charging stations by I think 2035 or 2030 between there and, they only got right now about 30,000 across the nation. So imagine, you know, that's that data being collected, the utilization, putting that on the blockchain for transparency. That's that's a benefit for the consumer. You know, when I'm going to a charging station, you know, um, you know, one charging station, I can't get a charge, et cetera, find the nearest, you know, through having this on the blockchain transparency to find the nearest one that that I'm able to. Um, get a charge, right? Uh, so it's, it's, it's transformative. Um, and so just, it's a benefit for the consumer, right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's sort of what our, what we're doing, which again, our no Oracle middleware provide net cybersecurity piece to it, data security monitoring um, for better transparency and producing this sort of in sort of like a graph technology, these security, I, I like to use the term, these security metrics where you know your businesses and consumers can can see right what they're getting yeah and i think for young people who are out there there you know a lot of young people don't know what they want to do i know you're a teacher as well daniel they're starting to get into you know 15 16 year olds they don't realize that the blockchain can speed yeah. up this transition in energy exactly yes it can speed it up it can change due to the fact of this and meeting with them Mm -hmm. Also, one of the things that, you know, you can do is how much are you doing to provide CO2 costs? Are you breaking down your boxes? Or are you just throwing everything in the trash? Do you have a compost? Mm -hmm. You know, eventually we're going to hold each other to accountability. Exactly. And, and that's, that's actually a start now. We see that mm -hmm. with businesses, you know, across the things. But we as a people can do that. Um, mm -hmm. you don't. It doesn't matter if you're one side or the other. It really doesn't matter. But what it matters is what are you doing to help your case to become exactly. a better person or a better group? Yeah. I understand there's always going to be electricity. There's always going to be coal. There's always going to be, you know, natural gas, propane, and we're going to need it. Like in the wintertime, you're going to need natural gas and propane and coal to keep warm. You can't help it. But during the summertime, opening your windows, letting the air breeze through and shutting off your air conditioner because it gets up to 74 degrees instead of 70 degrees in your house is not a big difference, but it makes a big impact. Yeah. So those are little things that we can help guide this exactly. economy with this into it. So we're not just working on one to the other, but we're working on how to bring everybody as a whole together to do small little bits. Mm -hmm. and, and I think for people to understand about the software you're creating as well, guys, which I think is going to be, you know, massive transformational um, changes to the industry is the fact that it's a, it's a one underlying system, you know, that people can use. But the thing is about it is you can just plug it into essentially any other business, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. You've got a business, yep. you're looking yep. to raise capital, you want to be, yep. you know, green capital, you know, the, the money's yep. in green energy right now, it's green investment. If you're exactly. out there running a business, 
you know, Daniel and John software, we can come on there and basically we can plug it into the back end of your business, practice your emissions, run reports for your investors, for your shareholders, for your stakeholders, Mm -hmm. for your customers, and they can see that you're going green. So I think Mm -hmm. that it's not that far off. And I know there's other people doing stuff like this and it's trying to get one underlying system in place. Yep. I think the fact that you're building it in a modular system that other people can basically plug into their exactly. Business, yep, and exactly. And we're providing high-end security for this the, at the so. API level, right? Yeah, because that's as John mentioned, because we already have application security, right? It's 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 there, right? I mean, not saying it's not needed, but where we're seeing the weaknesses and just on the blockchain is at the API level security at you know, your external and internal APIs. And so this is what we specialize. We call it API security as a service. So you, 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 you spoke it well, Alistair, it's just a plug-in plug into us. And this is where this is the auditing. The, this is where we, I use the term e-governance because at that level, this is where we focus on that's security at that level. Cause that's where the weakness is, is currently at right now going across right. systems. And, systems. And, and, you know, and, and it's like, and, and I understand that, you know, any businesses running business there, everything's in margins. We're all trying to cut costs. Yep. We're all trying to yep. cut mm-hmm. things down. Yep. I think what something like you, what you're doing right now is a, it's not going to be highly costly for companies, exactly. but it's going to provide you a tool to get yep. additional funding because you dick, tick all exactly. these green boxes. You know, mm-hmm. the it's government also, can start using these things. You know what I mean? It's also yes. going to bring your customers back to you. That's a big thing. These customers Mm -hmm. want to see it. And again, it doesn't matter which side you're on. If you can do Mm -hmm. a little bit or a lot, it's your call. But this will bring your customers back to your business, back to your, you know, brick and border. This is how we're doing it. We're we're providing you both sides of the house. Exactly. Perfect. All right. Well, that's super exciting, guys. You know, we've, we've plugged on there for 30 minutes talking about what's happened in the market space and going forward, we'll talk a little bit more because we want to educate people about CO2 emissions. Exactly. They they can understand the benefit of the product you're developing with this, you know, Mm -hmm. as it moves through its, Mm -hmm. um, you know, beta testing right now, we can maybe bring in and do some demos during the podcast as well to let people Mm -hmm. know about it. If there's any customers out there, they're interested in getting their business to become more green, you know, get in touch. I'll put you in touch with Daniel and John. They can explain to you how their cybersecurity service works and how Mm -hmm. you can plug in this essentially, you know, the CO2 tracking software for your business and allow your customers to see that, you know, you're on the right path to, you know, green energy, net zero, et cetera, as well. Exactly. Yep. Okay. That's been great then. Well, thanks very much for the podcast today. Good to see you, Daniel. Good to see you, John. Good to see you. You yes. too, sir. Yeah, love being here with you. Yeah, <laughs> okay, me do. Me you. too. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, that's Looking great. Looking forward. Guys. You've been thank watching Boomers on the Blockchain. My name's Alistair Caithness. Have a nice day.